Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers! Cheers! Cheers. <laughs> Yay! Hi everybody, I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy, and welcome to 51 First Dates, the podcast about dating, etc. And today you may hear, we're joined by two guests. We have Sophie von Hasselberg and Ari Venturi. They're actors and hosts of the podcast, Having a Night, which is very excellent about hosting and throwing dinner parties, and you should all listen to that. I'm already plugging away. Because listen I to you. us, please. Great. And that's our episode. And no, I'm just kidding. I love Thanks it. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you so much. We, always, we never know when we should plug our stuff and our guest stuff, either like at the beginning or the end, so I feel like we've been doing both. We get real awkward. I feel yeah. like... Double just, down. Do both. Yeah, just yeah. do both. We're just nonstop the whole way through. You know, yeah, in case we didn't mention it, you know, these... Yeah, these this is our Instagram. That's yeah. Evan. Having a night. <laughs> <laughs> like, boom, there we go. And ours is at 5141. <laughs> Get in there. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. But thank you so much for being here. We're very excited to be connecting and chatting about all things. Yeah, we're are so we. excited to be here. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to talk all about having a night. We're going to talk about, I feel like, the very, uh, very relatable confluence of our two podcasts, which is like, dating and making it like not horrible like yeah. making it nice <laughs> yeah yeah making it nice without making it too nice and making it seem like maybe you tried hard in a way that's going to make another person uncomfortable yes yes yeah. and like knowing when to invite someone to, into your home oh man like re like sex slash no sex slash like murderers you know what i mean even, even, even early on yeah those are the options sex no sex and murder exactly like, that's how i'm yeah. my life yeah yeah i mean my whole therapy session last week was about those three things um so uh cool so we're gonna talk about all of this stuff and your podcast but we always like to ask all of our guests do you guys have a worst first date story I mean, I'm assuming yeah, yeah. it's not the same story. <laughs> no. Our first date together was incredible. Um, my worst first date was, um, it was bad because I didn't know that it was a date. And it was with a oh. really good friend of mine. And I'm going to mouth this to Ari, but you probably already know who it is. Oh, God. So this guy, <laughs> great reaction. It was like one of my I best really, friends. I'm sorry, I really wish we had a video of that moment. <laughs> we would blur out your mouth. It just was beautiful. So you, know, you guys have gotten good at charades and mouthing things, doing yes. a podcast together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's yeah. a lot that goes on visually. Exactly. So, um, one of my closest friends. We would hang out all the time. You know, in touch constantly. But like, not the kind of friend that I would go and have a nice dinner with because just not that kind of friendship and he asked me out to dinner one night and I like kind of didn't really think anything of it but I was like this seems weird and he invited me to like a nice restaurant in New York and this is like an actor guy right so not somebody with a huge amount of disposable income so he's like inviting me to this nice place and I was like this is weird you would definitely never go here with anyone else I can't tell what's up oh no it was also a pasta restaurant and he was gluten free so first of all he sits down sees the menu and starts having a fit and I'm like what like what the fuck like then let's go like let's go somewhere else it's fine and he's doing this you know he's getting like really kind of tense and like starts doing the thing where I think he was feeling insecure and so he turned it around on me and started being really cruel and like frosting me basically and so the two of us are like sitting in this fancy restaurant I'm like wait I'm so confused right because you don't even know what to date yeah I was like I thought I was just going out with a friend and now he's 
being mean to me and like being really aggressive with the waiters and Ooh. it was the most bizarre thing and we left and I was like sorry what what the fuck happened he was like I mean I don't know what like that was a date like what what do you want and I was like whoa I well I would have just liked to have been given like a little heads up on the fact that it was a date because then I could have made you maybe feel a little bit more at ease or maybe said no or like we could have gone somewhere chill where you wouldn't be freaking out about price it was just so weird did he pay was there weirdness around paying that's what I thought well yeah well because I of course was like dude let's split it like we've never we would never you know sure we would like buy each other a coffee or whatever but like this is a fancy restaurant like you don't need to but it became the more I pushed it the more defensive he became and so I was eventually like okay all right, so that was really weird. And then basically the next day, everything was totally fine. But oh, so like, you went back to normal friendship. Went straight back to normal because we laughed about it afterwards. And I was kind of like, dude, you just didn't tell me that it was a date. So it was kind of, how was I supposed to know? Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, yeah, okay, huh, I guess that's interesting. But then I mean, it's just, was the whole dating thing just off the table and never spoken about again? Because that's yeah. kind of weird. And then we like hooked up and made it really messy. But yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah. Love so the dating uh-huh. part was stuff. like not. It's like not. the end of like an MGM film, like classic black and white movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pans out. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Wow. So that was definitely a worst accidental first date. I think the accidental first date comes up a lot. And I do think I am more and more in the camp of you just, when it's a friendship, you need a heads up. And I know that is so awkward for us who, you know, we are all millennials or adjacent Gen Z listeners. You're very young and I'm jealous. But I just, like, asking someone out on a phone has become less terrifying to me than asking a friend out in life, you know. I feel like that's... It's tricky, but when it's a close friendship, you need a heads up. Well, also, because how nice would it be to actually have someone that you're close to be like, listen, I'd love to take you out for dinner. I've so had like, that, and then I'm like, no, thank you. But that's... But I'm flattered. <laughs> right, right. And that's such a nice, honest way of putting it, right? It doesn't have to be like, I want to take you out on a date. Yeah. Right? Or like, like, if it's a super close friend, like, hey, I might have some feels. Yes. You know, like, yes. I mean, this is, again, uh, our listeners have heard this a lot. Like, I have only dated people I've been friends with for, like, oh, wow. years. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, Same. But I've also never initiated any feelings talks. So oh, this is a big hypocritical. Yeah, feelings? I did my first ever in, in last May, and now we've been dating for a year. Literally, first time in my life ever that I've oh been, my like... God. And it was a guy that I was really good friends with that I was like, uh... I like you. I don't know what else to say. Oh my it god! Was, congrats. Thank you so much. It was the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. More questions about that in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Very Sorry, impressive. Harry. <laughs> oh. I mean, that's like, yeah, it's really, really hard. I've never been able to do it. I'm very impressed that you have. But Thank I feel you. like if it's a close friendship, it's like you can't just be like, and I'm paying for dinner, and this is my gesture to let you know that there's feeling. Oh, no. like, it's like it's no. really no. tough. Yeah. yeah, it's really. It's but strange. have you ever dated someone who started as a friend who you had no feelings for? So you said yes to the date, being like, "Well, whatever, maybe I'll get a free dinner or not," because I'm. I've but, gone on a you know, date. Yeah, someone, someone, uh, an ex of mine. Like, I we were in the same group of friends, and I hadn't thought of him that way. And he was like, "I think we should spend more time together." And I was like, "Okay." And he's like, "Yeah, so maybe I'll take you to dinner." Uh-huh. And it was like, I was like, "Huh." And we dated him two years. But um, I also <laughs> like that he almost captured us like, uh, like I'm testing you. Like I think we should try spending more time together. You know that yeah, it's like <laughs> it was smooth. It was yeah, smooth. Like, yeah. I think it was a smooth like easing into like this. There could be a thing here. Of that, you were like this comes up a lot. This idea of like accidental first dates. Is it mostly women who 
who real if if you could do a gender split, who thinks that it was a date more? Do you know what I mean? Like, who is the person initiating it well, as a date? Probably men, heterosexual men. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, right? Well, every time I'm alone with a girl But I a also feel like I could see, I feel... <laughs> <laughs> what do you These mean? Millions of dates. dates. <laughs> millions, millions. That's so many dates. But I feel like I could hear guys being like, yeah, like, I had no idea that it was a date. Like, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm just being met I, up. Um... Yeah, I feel like our, you know, when I think about our experience in podcasting and talking to people about dating, it's mostly women. Yeah. But I do think we've only heard this come up about women dating heterosexual men and yeah. then maybe women dating women where it's like a friendship and then that. So I've actually never had, we haven't had a man write in, but please do if you've. About this. Yeah. No, you were on a date. Yeah. Also, yeah. like 90% of our listeners are ladies. So, so it's, yeah. we definitely don't have a good representative sample. Fair. But. You know, this is why I feel bad. Sometimes we have men on, and we're just like, answer all these questions about men. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're a man. Tell us everything. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you guys talk about at the meetings? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Accidental first date. What about you, Ari? I feel like I haven't had a bad first date because I fall into that category of lots of other millennial women, which is like, I don't know that I've had a lot of first dates. I... Yes. Ari yes. is a boyfriend girl. I like, am. Ari always has a boyfriend. I do. I, I am. I have. I, I am. I have. My I core. will. Yeah. <laughs> my future self. Anyway. But uh, I don't know. I feel like there's a thing when you're younger and you just happen to kind of like hang out with someone a bunch, but it's never like this is a date until it's your second date mm. or your third or something. I don't know. I feel like I've always kind of been hanging out with someone hooking up with someone and then suddenly it's like oh would you like to go to dinner which maybe i guess is the first wait is that the first day <laughs> yeah, no, no. yeah, i don't is, know i don't know i think like your experience is many women's mm-hmm, experience mm-hmm. it was not my experience it was like my best friend's experience so i was like it was very hard for me before this podcast to just understand kind of like just dating from an app because my friends weren't doing it. Like, it yeah. was like, what even is a first date? I don't right. feel like we have a lot of, like, intel on those because you all met your boyfriends in college. Exactly. Or broke up and met, or had a good luck at a bar. I just was like, that's never me. Right. And so I think, I don't know. I think that's, like, more common than having a terrible first date. Definitely. Until that switch. Like, when I was like, I'll do 51. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, but it's tricky. Like, our, you know, whatever. The way dating is going, the line just kind of has disappeared of like we're friends oh now we're hooking up oh now we've hooked up once oh now that like it's right. it can yeah. be hard to know where those markers stand like if they even exist but anymore i am so i think i'm probably in the minority like very much the minority in that i love dating and i love going on first dates i think they're so fun because like you're sitting there with a new human being and even if they suck you're going to come away with a good story mm-hmm. and if they're great or interesting in some way even if like there's not a frisson of some kind you're like wow like i met somebody new and i you know found out something about this person and i also think there can be something kind of performative in a first date Definitely. that can be really fun mm-hmm. like i don't know maybe that's a terrible thing to say but no. It's not at all. It's an adrenaline rush. Yeah. Just unfortunately. Yeah. But we talked about this a lot. Like, your your first date self. And, and like, yes. when you're on a first date with mm. someone, that the person they're putting out there isn't probably, like, it's a version of themselves, but it's right. not the whole story. Yeah. So, like, yeah. we always are encouraging people to go on second dates unless the first date is really bleak. Right. Yeah. Totally. I mean, also, just, like, insider actor thing. Like, 
your agent or manager always says to you, you should dress like you're going on a first date. Oh, if, yeah, like, you're that's having, true. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, and you're like, what is that? Oh, I totally know. I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, I have that outfit all laid out. Yeah. It's just, it's that version of, thing. like, the cool, it's this, it's the almost, like, French girl, I woke up like this, like, no makeup, makeup, that, well, totally. that's my version of it, but, no. yeah. Right. I didn't try too hard. I'm feeling casual about it, even if I put in a little bit of effort. Yeah, it's a total version of ourselves that, like, I think we all... Yeah. Well, and I think that the second date advice is really nice because also it takes into into account the fact that, like, that other person may have been doing their best first date self, but they also might have been really nervous. And so to, like, give them the chance to have the less nervous version is nice. Totally. Second chances. Yeah, we we love a a second date. And at the same time, like, acknowledging we hear, we see screenshots of horror stories of just people being, like, really terrible on apps just in the messaging. So I'm, like, I'm always trying to remind myself of that because I dealt with a fair share of it, but sometimes it gets really nasty. And it's, like, just people commenting, like, it's it's terrible. Yeah. But then it's, like, if we could just, like, find a way to get on the dates quicker, like, if apps could just shrink that time. I think we've talked about apps that have, but just, like, if it was oh, mandated, like, get yeah. on that date really quickly. Or else, yeah. Because then, yeah. And oh, then dating yeah. is so fun to me as well. Right. It's, like, once I get there, I I personally like meeting a new person. Right. Yeah. Texting with a stranger is not fun. <laughs> yeah. Being but with sure another that, human like, being is fun. There are plenty of people yeah. who think texting with a stranger is the funnest. Well, I'm sure you guys talk to people all the time where they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, this guy and I texted for two weeks and I never even met him or maybe even long, right? Yeah. Like, I feel yeah. Like, oh, all the time. Very weird. Or, like, when the text flirtation is, like, popping. And yeah. then it can kind of set the bar really high for meeting in person. And then IRL, it falls flat on its face. Wait, did you guys exactly. hear? I, exactly. I forget <laughs> what podcast did it. Oh my God. Some podcast, some journalist on a podcast was, uh, did something where he had made an, an algorithm. He was like a computer guy and he made an algorithm of a woman on a dating app. It was just like some oh insane. My God. Wait, yes. Yeah. And oh, it was all unraveled. It, it was fascinating. Came out yeah. in NY Mag, and he had yeah. made an it algorithm. Like or it was like his girlfriend. Sorry, his girlfriend. His one of his roommates was super hot, so yes. he like used her picture and made yes. this sort of like perfect profile. Yep. But then started then, actually hooking up the men who were messaging her with messaging the fake profile with one another. So yes. it would be like her face, but messaging from one two man men to at, he right, like screwed right, with right, the right, algorithm. Right. So right. two men were talking. Yeah. Oh, you guys have to look and this up. Yeah, we need and to And he that. changed some of the words. So like whenever they said like Dick would always switch to, to pussy. I don't know if we can say that. So it's yeah. the, so you, you can read their dialogue and it's so it's funny. It's wild. And then at a certain point, they were like, okay, this is actually cruel because because like. Dating apps, like, people are putting themselves out there. And, yes, of course, there are trolls and there are guys who just want to show you a picture of their dick, which is like, no, okay. But but it's also people who genuinely are like, I want to meet somebody who I really like and I want to connect. And I think that that was sort of at the end. He yes. was like, I started feeling so guilty about it that I had to shut it down. And but- also his roommate, who was just like, yeah, you can use my picture. She started getting approached by random people being like, you yeah, scorned you me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like, what? what? <laughs> you have yeah. scorned me. <laughs> we need well, to, die. yeah, we're, we're going to find that. Yeah, 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 we'll send <laughs> it to you. We'll post it on the secret Facebook group. Join the secret <gasps> Facebook group. <laughs> okay. Um, but, so, <laughs> there we go. Uh, wow. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy the amount uh, that that shield 
makes people feel okay to totally. say whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. upsetting. It's, it's upsetting. Yeah. So given both of, like, both of your worst first dates, have you had much experience on dating apps? Like, and what were those like? So I've had you, none. Yeah, you've never been on, right? No. So I... So I was single for a very long time. Um, I dated somebody for 10 years, which is totally lovely. Whoa, 10 years. 10 years. 10 years. And then I was single for, I think, seven years. And when I was single, part of that was in grad school. Part of that I was, like, meeting guys in the real world, whatever. So then every once in a while I would be like, oh, let me give dating apps a try. So I think I went on – I was on Bumble – and I was on Raya, which, like, Raya is just comical. You know, you see... Uh, what is that? Like, Ryan Philippine, you're like, is he gonna message me? And like, oh, no. <laughs> this is like they just paid him to be on there. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry, Raya. Maybe that's no, cool to say. No, this is exciting. But, um, we, every time... So, so Raya's the fancy person. It's, so, it's, oh. it's the idiots it's like, dating excuse app. Excuse oh, my God. It's, you it's gotta be so invited. Ridiculous. You gotta be... Oh. It's DJs in Ibiza. <laughs> oh, no. I mean... It's, the, oh my god, there's, oh my god, yes, I love it. it. Yes, yeah. it to narrate, there's some mouthing it's going so, on. It's socialized. We're mouthing okay. each other. It's New York socialites. Yeah. 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 So yeah. like you said, yeah. socialists. It's, it's, it's just a it's socialist dating app. Socialites. <laughs> and also like people with a shitload of followers, right? Like my yes, friend snuck his way, Nick, who's not like fancy. I mean, he's, whatever, he's my best friend's friend since forever. Famous. Exactly. He had just like made a fake Instagram profile and somehow like, oh, whatever. His friend did this for him because she was like, you should get on Raya. Made him a fake Instagram profile, grew it to like a shitload of followers. Wow. There were like four How? photos on it, and he Maybe applied to write it. I know. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, anyway, I was on that for a hot second. I didn't meet anybody off of it. Everybody swipes right on there, literally every single person, and then nobody ever says anything. It's almost like everybody's too cool. Everybody's being like, yeah, like, I'm just going to wait for my, it. Yeah, my, I just downloaded, my friend downloaded this. Yeah, on my exactly. Phone. Like, yeah. whatever. Like, so many been bored, I'll swipe. Anyway. Right. So I was on that. That led nowhere. Bumble, I went on a couple of dates from, a few dates, I guess. I'm like, totally thought they were, oh, you wait. Oh my God. <laughs> Have you guys spoken to anybody who's on field? What's that? No. I've never, what? We are, I've never heard we are, of you guys. New, oh my God. Dates. I'm so excited What's field? for you. I think it's still called field. So this was the last dating app that I was on and I was like, oh, this is the way forward. It's so fun. So it's, I guess it's couched as like the sex positive dating app, meaning that it's not made for people who are only looking for a life partner. Because like mm-hmm. I was not when I was single. I was like, yes. Yeah, so I want to tell you, she was not. So <laughs> then she found one. Yeah, inadvertently. But I was like, I want to date people. I want to have fun. I want to have sex. Like I'm not trying to find that. And it was very hard. I think that's what's strange about Bumble and Tinder. I imagine is that is people who are like, well, I'm hoping to date for a while, as opposed to like, let's go out, let's have fun. If it leads somewhere cool, if it doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah. So there's a lot of people on there who are like looking for threesomes, who have a fetish, who have a kink, whatever. But it's also just for people who are in the boat that I was in of like, maybe we'll have a fun one night stand or maybe it'll turn into something that's maybe just sex, but is really fun. So that was like my most positive experience. I loved it. And I highly recommend it to anybody who's like, also, if you're newly out of a relationship and like, don't want to jump into another one, that's a great thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah. It's interesting. It sounds like so much fun. I this know. is the thing I would jump into immediately yeah. if I were to become suddenly single. Yeah, like, totally. Well, like, do you think that's the problem? Like, some of these apps have brands based on just how we all use them. Like, Tinder might be more hookup 
vibes, but I don't even know if that's true. And I've heard that it's not, but that's what, yeah. that was my take on it. Right. right. So, or like Hinge is literally branded like the relationship app, I think. But Oof. it's tricky that like you can't actually know what anyone's on there for. I think with something like that, if you're just trying to field, yeah. Yeah. We should, I think it's F E E L D. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. I get it. Very much an app name. I love it. Yeah. An app name. I'm writing it down. And I mean, it was funny because the the day, like one of the days that I went on through that, so like certain guys message me and they get right in there and are like, this is what I'm into and this is what I want. And you can totally be like, not for me. And Mm -hmm. I weirdly think that because it's, it's for people who want a certain experience, people are more respectful. Because they're kind of like, hey, if you're not into this, then that's cool because, like, I know what I'm looking for. As opposed to on some of the other ones, I think people are very, like, I don't know, here's my dick. Or, you know, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, more, like, yeah. trolly, I guess. Well, I feel like if you allow people to be upfront with what they want, like, no one's repressing anything. If you're able to just be like, yeah. hey, I want this. Yes. Like, it's that thing of, like, when you don't allow, like, for me, when I'm, like, a little high and I'm not, like, allowing myself to eat potato chips, and then I, like, think about it all night, and then I'm just going to fucking just eat the chips at, like, midnight in my underwear or whatever. Yes, of course. And it's, like, <laughs> first, like, at the beginning of the night, it's, like, you know what? I'm having a night by myself, having a night. Having a night. I'm, I'm doing what? <laughs> I'm <laughs> having a night uh, but for me that's hanging out a lot of my underwear exactly. uh, but it's uh, and you know it's so like then good. if I just decide to eat the chips it's like fine man. right yeah. yeah it's all good yeah yeah uh, made me sound so, so goddamn field. basic eat the chips <laughs> eat the yeah. chips and having and have a night yeah, yeah have, have a night, night. Um, speaking of which do you guys want to tell us a little bit about your podcast like how you got started why you were interested in it give us the life story yeah yeah well our podcast having a night is about reviving the lost art of the dinner party and we kind of have fashioned ourselves the millennial Martha Stewart's take or leave, take it or leave it. But and when we say fashioned ourselves, we mean we've claimed the title. We've said it a couple <laughs> times. And yeah. that's Here we are that. saying it again. Yeah. You give me evidence to prove otherwise. Um, but we love, we met in grad school as actors, but we both really love cooking for other people and having parties. And we both kind of believe that people our age don't invite people into their homes enough. We all, especially in New York City, mm-hmm. it's restaurant world. Everyone goes out. People have don't even have fridges you know the fridges filled with face masks you know so we wanted to bring that help bring that back and to invite people to have invite other people into their houses apartments and start conversations and it's we also both love to cook so it's about encouraging people to cook and not be not be great not be perfect but it's all about screwing up and like you said, Liza, like having a night might be eating chips in your. Yeah. That's it's having like, a night is a, it's a intentionally kind of oblique. Yes. Idea like this idea that you wake up the next morning and no matter whether that was literally you in your kitchen with the potato chips or you at a dinner party for sixteen people, but waking up and being like. God, I just had a night. Yeah. You know that like mm-hmm. kind of that feeling. Trying yeah. to figure out what that what that is. Yeah. Kind of what it, what we're about like. How did it get to that yeah. point? What's and the je ne sais quoi of like when you wake up and you have that oh, feeling? What that makes it great? Because yeah. sometimes, honestly, it is like when I've just had a night by myself and I'm mm-hmm. finally like, oh my God, I've been, you know, out every single night. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. And finally, I'm at home and I'm eating a bowl of pasta and I'm yes. watching a TV show and I'm so happy. And it took the night uh-huh. to the next level. And it's like, then yeah. you're just like, you know, you wake up in the morning and you stretch and you're like, Ooh. I am Diane Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. But, you know, and it could be that or it could be such a spirit of conviviality. So mm-hmm. we're just, 
yeah, trying to encourage people to also be generous with like the way that they are with the people in their lives Mm -hmm. of sort of not being afraid of cooking for other people or not being afraid of inviting people over. Even if you have a small apartment, just like, yeah, just sort of a spirit of generosity in that way. Exactly. So, so we, we talk to each other. We talk to a lot of friends, uh, who cook and who don't cook. We talk to professionals, many professionals. Thank God. Thank God. Cause we're very, we're total amateurs. Yeah. We are. What's our new word? What's our new word? It was. Oh my god, ultra crepidarian. What? Ultra crepidarian. Yep, it's a person who uh, who gives advice on subjects that they know absolutely nothing about. We are ultra crepidarian. Right? Yes, you guys are. I'm raising both my hands. And we are podcasts are just a bunch of ultra crepidarians, like holding forth about bullshit, which is great, right? It's like, sure, why not? Yeah, I thought that the. Word meant you were um, a crepe doctor, but <laughs> an yeah. ultra crepe doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, also yeah, sure. any one of those. Mm-hmm. But um, so, what do you guys think is this is this is the most? Uh, God, this question is so generic. I want to slap myself in the face. What do you guys think is the je ne sais quoi? What do you think makes like a great night? Like, what, I mean, obviously that's the meaning of je ne sais quoi is that it's hard to define. But do you guys have feelings on like what? Uh, can make or break sure. a yeah. night. Yeah. I think we always come back to it's the company and it's the conversation. It's the it's conviviality, you know? And mm-hmm. uh, we always like to say, if you don't know how to cook or if you screw up, you can, especially here, you can always order a pizza. So it's not actually about the food. Oftentimes it is, but it doesn't have to be. It's yeah. about the people you're with. And I think we're very much interested in uh, how do you keep up the conversation? How do you keep up... I mean, I want to get into this later, but what if you're setting people up at your dinner party? Yeah. You know, how do you keep that spirit of like the night will never end? And we also talk a lot about spontaneity. Like, and we just had this, you know, filet mignon with hollandaise, and now for dessert I have popsicles. You know, so this mm-hmm. something unexpected is yeah. always really helpful. I, I think. mean, but when I think about that, it's so applicable to dating, right? Because like you know, those kind of first or like beginning dates that you're going on with a person where the night stretch yes. on, and you're like, yes. Oh my god, all of a sudden I'm like in this weird bakery that happens to be open until 2 a.m. Exactly. and we're like having a donut and we that snuck sort into of... this boat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. we, we were gone for two years. <laughs> <laughs> and they were never heard from again. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the end of the day. third season of Dawson's Creek. Wow. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Jesus. We Liza. took it all the way back. But I was, I'm glad you did it, so because I was going to make that segue. So much of it is yes. the same kind of, oh, I hate to like be a philosopher about this but like the same principles that I tried to like apply to dating once I did more of it I'm just like yes. I'm not going to be able to it's not only going to be me that's going to make the je ne sais quoi happen it's not going to be the perfect date spot though arguably you know we love to give recommendations so still listen to us yes. um, but no it's, it, it's not if the, it's got to be this weird combination of things that I have such little control over but I do have control over like parts of it and then to yes to be like you know, like there's always a pizza. Is like there's always a, yeah. another dating app to swipe on or something like that. That yeah. was like my experience. Well, it's almost dating. like if you let yourself have fun with it, then it becomes really fun, right? Mm-hmm. It's like if you're throwing you a dinner party. You feel safe enough to feel at risk. Yeah. And if you're, yeah. right, like if you're throwing a dinner party, you're having people over and you're cooking something that you've never made before and you also know in the back of your head, if I order a pizza, everybody is going to be like, that was so fucking great when we just like ordered a bunch of pizza and suddenly the night took a total turn it's like right. suddenly you're th- th- like I burned the chicken yes yeah, so guess what guess what 
Totonos. Was that DiGiorno's? DiGiorno's. DiGiorno's is a really famous one. Are those Totonos? I think Totonos is a really famous pizza place. None of us know anything about that. My father would kill me. So something you mentioned was like about a good night is like this magic sauce of keeping the conversation going. Yeah. That I feel like is so applicable to dates and especially yes. like when you're on like a not great first date. Do you guys have tips, thoughts, feels? <gasps> oh my God. I have so many feels, but I, I don't know. I feel like I'm also a person who asks a lot of questions. And yes. so I, my impulse always is that if somebody is not asking me questions, which I'm sure you've had so many guests who have been like, worst first date, I went on a date and a guy literally asked me nothing about myself. Like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Or a girl didn't ask me anything, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I tend to just keep on asking and digging about whatever the thing was that they seemed to kind of light up about. Right? It's like mm-hmm. whether that was about where they were from or food. I mean, uh, food often to me is actually a big thing that I'll go to. Yes. Is like... Like, I remember actually I met a guy on Bumble and he was from Crete and like I ended up like we ended up just spending the entire day talking about food from Crete because I was so fascinated and mostly just excited at the thought of like all the fresh cheese that he was talking about. (laughs) Um, And to me, it was also like, yeah, he didn't ask me anything about myself, but I was so invested in hearing more about it that I was kind of okay with it. Sure. So for me, food is always an in. And I also think that if the person didn't for me, for me personally, like if a person didn't respond to the fact that I love food a lot, then that's kind of a deal breaker for me. I'm like, oh, then we won't, we won't meet in the way that we enjoy life. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Huge. I mean? Good yeah. Point. yeah. What about you? Well, uh, I was thinking actually, you guys had someone on who I thought was so, I think she was a therapist, but she was saying how if the conversation isn't going anywhere, she says, did that, how did that make you feel? So instead of just asking questions about like facts or their career, she'll be like, oh, when that happened to you, did that make you, I mean, now I really sound like a therapist, but did like, that, well, wow, did that, you know. Oh my God, I yeah, think how did Olivia. that affect you or something? Who's our new dater? Our new dater. Yeah, who yeah, was like, she tries to, yeah. she's yeah, I thought very she was fucking so, wise. Yeah, yeah but she was on a date with a therapist and then she, yeah. Well, oh, yes, oh, oh, okay. yeah. And I was just like, that's what it was. But she was asking all these questions that seemed like yeah, she was a, yeah, yeah. No, so no, that, that yeah, was, I thought that was great too. And we have um, listeners who are therapists who reached out after that and were like, "Well, come on and talk about it." So we're gonna have oh, a listener yeah. who's a therapist. I mean, just to, uh, dating as a therapist—it's really interesting, and we are very appreciative. Well, it's also interesting to see how someone reacts if you do try to go a little bit deeper because I think that some people automatically kind of put up a block and be like, just get defensive about things. And and personally, I don't want to be with a person like that. But to if a person's like, huh, oh, you know, and kind of was willing to go there, it can lead to such more, it, it just leads to a more vulnerable place, which is more exciting yes. and more intimate and sexier. And Yeah. yeah I think vulnerability sure. is such a big keyword, but I also think it's often miss... Uh, Misdefined? Is that right? Un- Misrepresented. Yeah, I know. Sure. Yeah. Like I, I think people think vulnerable. I don't want to. I don't want to cry. Mm-hmm. And it's like no. All that means is uh, instead of having a conversation that is separate, I think from yourself or your the the person across the table's personal self, you can talk about your past. You can talk about things that mean something to you. Mm-hmm. I think often with the date we. We feel like we have to talk about something other than us or, or have to be, like, good volleyers of conversation. Um, and that's an art in and of itself. But I think just being able to be like, oh, 
that happened to me as well, as well, and this was my experience. So just sharing something. I'm really good at like relating shit back to me because I'm um, really selfish. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I just think as long as you can bring somehow connected to something you've done, if the conversation is stalled and tell a story, then hopefully they can jump in somewhere. Yeah. And it goes back to your point, Sophie, about food. And for me, I would do sometimes, and this will sound so cheesy, but I promise I wouldn't do it too early in a date, which is like, all right, if you had to do your top three favorite TV shows of all time, you can only have three. Sure. You know, it's such a dumb, dumb thing, but I love love TV and people. And then I can kind of gauge, oh, are you interested? Like asking something about something you're interested in. And yeah, I I think that's a very good piece of advice. And it's nice to show what you're passionate about yeah. right it's like yeah if it's tv shows and the person sees you like light up when you're talking about like oh my god i just love the west wing so much right, like just trying to find where they a, light up yeah, yeah. exactly it's, it's so much of it i guess is just about reading another person yeah. yeah and also this is why i think online dating is so fascinating is because it's like you're not okay listen this is going to sound so woo woo so millennial but there is something that happens between two people when they're in a room together that can't happen online. Of course. And like really it's two energies interacting and sometimes you'll see a person and they're so attractive and you know, you've been vibing over text or whatever it is and then you actually get close to them and you're Ew, like, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. And there's that, you know, you've got like, it's like a spidey sense. It's like there's just yeah. an extra thing that says pheromones. Yeah, pheromones. pheromones. Yeah, like actual smells. Oh yeah. Like it's wild. Wow, they're so really, crazy. it's a real thing. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that, that alchemy, that, like, chemistry of, of attraction, right? Because it's so also, cool. like, someone's vibe. If they're vulnerable in person, if they're this, if they if their energy is open and welcoming, if they make eye contact, if they touch you, like, in a way that's not creepy, if they... Uh-huh. Yeah. For me, like, if they talk with their hands, like, I'm Italian. It's like, you know, it's like, yeah. I can't... I, I, I need someone to talk with their hands, or I feel <laughs> like, well, do you even give a shit about anything? It's yeah, yeah. these things that you have to, like see and know and whatever yeah yeah totally yeah agreed let's take a quick break real quick i would love to maybe an air conditioning break we'll be back shortly okay so i feel like we've been talking so much about dating but we have questions about dinner parties single people regular parties setting people up oh my god all this shit Mm -hmm. yeah since you guys are um the Crepe doctors. How do you say it? The ultra, <laughs> ultra crepidarians of, of dating. Of the dating world. So how how would you like to be set up or how would you set people up in a dinner party context? And if that's too broad, we can narrow it down. But is, is it really, I guess it's kind of like a blind date question, but does that make you instinctually very uncomfortable? Yeah. Just that idea? Again, as really? an ultra crepidarian, I'm just going to speak about my own experience. I feel... No, no. I feel a dinner party is way with... It's less... It makes me nervous immediately, Mm -hmm. but it feels less nerve-wracking than a blind date that is fully... We both know it's a blind date, and friends set us up, and there are stakes to... You know, if you you set me up with your friend, and we were going to meet at a restaurant, and then I... Be expected to report back in some That's way. So true. Right. So a totally dinner a party, of... I kind of like me personally. Gimme would not love to know how much setting up is happening. I really appreciate that you thought we could get along and a larger dinner party. I, I like that. Okay. I think that that's the key is, so I did this recently with two friends 
at my house at like a very big dinner party and I told one of them and not the other and I think that that's sort of okay only because she wanted to know and she kind of wanted to be set up with this guy so she mm-hmm. knew what was going on he had no idea it didn't lead anywhere fine whatever but I agree that if it were me I think I would not necessarily want to know but if you think yeah. about a dinner party is just like a wedding and it's like you sit yeah. down at a table and you look at the person next to you and you're like, okay, so we've kind of been set up in the sense that somebody thought about the seating arrangement. Yes, it is. It's like almost like you don't want to tell either of them. You just want yeah. to make the atmosphere. You want to make that kind of spirit of love and, and, and craziness watch the fly. and you know, first dance. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we do the first dance. So I- yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but I, yeah, how I don't know how that would work. But just I mean, I guess it just raises the bar on throwing a dinner party. Just like the atmospherically just keeping the night going and so you invite people who might want to get together but maybe you place them next to each other but you don't tell them you know what I think it is now that you mentioned a wedding when I because I was single for all of the years I had my first wedding this summer because I had a wedding last summer but it was I did not get a plus one because I did not have a boyfriend in sight and so this summer I was like oh I don't even have to think about this but for so many weddings of my life I've thought about how much I appreciate when single people invite other single people to the wedding. That's yeah. not what you should spend your money on for a wedding. But it is when people think about it or see you together or, like, make sure you're all, like, on an email thread. Like, 20 of you even. To, like, yes. Make sure, or, like, or you, like, when you're just a little bit outside, the, like, you wouldn't have, like, your pack of college friends. It's really oh, appreciated. It's and totally at a dinner party, yeah. I think that's, like, where it's also, like, just have a good ratio. Don't invite one single person in all couples. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's kind of like, needs to know each other. Or there needs to be, like, two major friend groups that have a lot of overlap. And maybe the single people don't have that overlap. But they're still embedded in their friend group, you know? Yeah. They can't yeah. feel alone in any way. And then the placement of the seating is where, like, it's like, all right, it's been established in a way that is so low stakes. It could just be that we're sitting next to each other. But if yes. we have some chemistry. Right. I mean, how many people, I feel like it's maybe a parent thing, but I feel like I've heard so many stories of people being like, well, we were, we were seated next to each other, like origin stories, we were seated next to each other at so-and-so's wedding. And it's like, maybe that was intentional. Oh, totally. Yeah. But people tell it like it's this lore of their relationship. Well, we happen to be seated, you know? Totally. (laughs) Right. I feel like like you could also seat people. This is just me theorizing on the on the fly. I've never actually done this, um, but I feel like you could also. We all have friends. You know, we all have the friends who, you know, you could throw into any social situation. They're going to be totally comfortable. Like everyone yes. has those friends that they are super outgoing. They're super Sarah, who's been on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. You can put her with any person, and she's going to find something to connect about. They're going to have a great time, right. and they're going to both leave being like, "There, that other person is awesome," and she's she's very extroverted and. I feel like if you throw a person like that yes. into a setting of people who don't know each other and, like, maybe you're trying to set up other non-that yes. per- Like, someone yes. who's going who's gonna to grease the wheels, make everything feel comfortable. Because I feel like, and I am going to, like, lightly brag and pat myself on the back for a second. Please do. A, I love to throw parties, and I love to host, and I love to cook. And I throw, like, one banger a year, like a dank blowout party. Dang. And... I'm nodding a lot. It's a lot. It's like usually like it. I it okay. It is a friends giving, but I swear to God, we started doing it before that was such a trope. It's called a cheese giving. It's called a cheese giving. For a, <gasps> it's a long story, but uh, I have this one party every year, and it's usually like oh, it's usually like we will cram fifty people into this apartment, and it does sometimes so get fun. a little too much, but we have fun, and it like goes all night, and blah blah blah. 
But a couple years ago, two people who didn't know each other met at She's Giving, and they just got married oh a couple my God. months ago. That was oh. one of my questions. Yeah. Like, have you Proof ever... Proof in the pudding. And that's my Proof biggest brag it, like that I can ever apply to this conversation. But I think that the secret sauce was like... I feel like if you create a fun environment Mm -hmm. where everyone feels comfortable being themselves, like if some, everyone's having a good time, which obviously is like, that's the shining city on a hill of throwing a party is like, you want everyone to be having a good time and everyone to be having equally good time and everyone to feel really comfortable and no one to want to go home ever. Right. But like, if you can create a scenario where everyone feels really, really comfortable by like setting up everything in that, in that like with that goal in mind, yeah. then people can be themselves and then people can connect. Yeah. And I like to do that by being the drunkest person at my own party all That's the time. Oh my God, you and me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> gotta do it. I you know, go down, you yeah. can go down Somebody's, with the ship. Yeah, <laughs> truly. I will go down with the ship. <laughs> yes. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that that's like, but sometimes by doing that, and I have friends that she's giving, you're one of them often, people who I know can talk to anyone who like, if I see people straggling, I'll grab one of my friends who can yes. talk to anyone and be like, go talk to those people yes. that don't know anyone else That's here. so true. Well, you go, need go, go. a wheel gracer. We you talk need- a lot about, yeah, about this idea of, of like taking care of your guests in that way, in that like you are... Mm-hmm. As the as the as the host of the party, that you're actually making sure that you see where everybody is. Are they talking to someone? Are they having enough to eat? All of that stuff. And so having other people there who can do that, I think, is so. That's right. such a great. Yeah. And do it in a way. I think when you, I just pictured like an older woman being like, "Are you? How are you doing? Would you like more wine?" And it's like, no, that's not. It's a whole different skill for when you're throwing a party for people our age. It's making sure they're having fun in a different way and right. not. Not being a Martha Stewart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, being irreverent about it. Totally. Right? For yeah. me, it's getting drunk, getting up in someone's face and being like, are you having fun? You're not leaving. Right? You're having fun. Right? <laughs> what do you Technique. need? Tell me what you need. Yes. Do tell what's me going what on. you need. I do That's a, a lot of like, mm-hmm. light, um, light bullying. Of, it makes me oh. want to hang out like, <laughs> They're like, get the... They, I... I it's not like bullying. It's just being very enthusiastic about yeah. people having fun. I really appreciate it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Ooh, light bullying. We need to talk mm-hmm. about this more. Yeah. Bullying. Light, light bullying about having fun. We yes. need to create a word for that. Ultra crap of bullying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like super low stakes too because you'd be like, you got to stay. What can I get you? Yeah. But also like if you need to go home to your dog, no I'm pressure. Yeah. Bro, I won't right. be mad at you. Totally. But you should totally stay. Yes. <laughs> so here's... Sorry. No, go ahead. So I have a question because I, when I was single for a, a, quite some time, I always wanted to just have a party of just single people mm-hmm. where everybody could mingle and meet. And it wasn't about like, okay, you're going to meet your mate here or right. something, but just that it was, a, that it could be like a really fun get together. But I was so scared of like, how do you couch something like that? And is there ever a way to do it that feels sensitive and fun and low stakes and not like oh it's a bunch of single people because like I don't think being single is sad in any way but I think that it can come across that way if you are like I'm having a party like just for my single friends who I really love who I want to be in the same room with I don't know do you guys think that there's like a a cool, fun way of doing that. I mean, if you do it on Valentine's Day so that everyone else has plans or something, oh, like yeah. I don't know. But then it's so expected, 
But right. I Although, like, even that, I would be like, hell yeah, thank you for giving me a plan, me a plan on Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. No one can feel sad that, well, oh, you're discriminating us because we're a couple. Like, I thought people were going to say that. No, but, they won't. Know. Also, like, I love a theme, and I love, like, yes. really digging into it, including, like, branding on the in the um, invite. Yes. So, like, yes. if I were going to have a Valentine's Day party, I'd be like, oh, and also we're getting champagne and oysters. It's all, like, fuck food. Like, it's all, like, sexy food. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. Being, like, yeah. yes. so, like, not in a way of, like, let's all hook up, but in a way of, like, we're having an anti-Valentine's Day party of, like, I don't know. This, okay, so this branding idea has not come full circle, but, like, something, like, I don't know, even, I have a friend who calls, who's in a relationship, but, like, is very anti-relationship in general. It's confusing. She's a friend Mm -hmm. of a friend, but she calls people in relationships bed sharers. I feel it would be a fun to have a no-bed sharers party, where it's just, like, you know, and make a cute graphic for the evite, or the, you know, paperless post. Sorry, I said evite, like, I'm you know, a million years old. But uh, <laughs> like I feel like sometimes if you can make, yes. <laughs> make the event, like, about the fun of the thing. So know. we're saying there, yes. there is a way to do it because it's like, I always want to go to one of those parties. Yeah. Honestly, I and think... nobody ever has that. I think if there was one that was that lived up to the hype and was really, really fun, then it would be less of a thing to convince people to come. So I think you just have to pretend that it's not the first one. Ooh. You have to like oh. start remember being like, oh my god, last year's last year's no bed chair part was insane. It was the best the part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Yeah, it's one of those things people are skeptical about it and they're like, that sounds dumb. But then if like they know it's like, no, 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 but it's this party man and it only happens once a year, then you're like, yeah. okay. I also think you can bring a friend. I think that if you allow people to bring a friend, mm. then the comfort sure. level just goes so far up. But they also have to bring a no bed chairs friend. Yeah. You can't bring like a friend who's in a serious relationship like fuck that. Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. Are you and if you have to someone who's like visiting you in town, they just can't have the bed sharer with them. Like no one no, who no, shares no. a bed no, no, no. where a bed has ever Nobody's be. coming yeah. as a couple. No. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely uh, but yeah, I'm just trying to see if you the friend rule is great. But then do you ever bend that just to no. But I feel like everybody has, you know, as we it, all yeah. move up in age, like it's happening that there's fewer single friends. Yeah. You know, five years ago, all my friends were single. And now, oh, I mean, I still have a lot of single friends, but it's like the, the demo is shifting a little bit. So I feel like to extend it to like, oh, also bring any single friends is a good yeah, just numbers move for when yeah. you're trying to build this party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. No, I, yes. And also just, I think, a fun move of making sure that everybody's comfortable as that nobody is like, oh, I'm here. I feel like I'm on my own. And even if other people are on their own, I feel more, you know, it's just people get weird. Totally. I like the goal not being necessarily even like, it's not a fucking rose ceremony, reality TV style. Right. It's more like, again, and everyone's fluid, and but what if it was? <laughs> but I also, I, when I have been single, I like just like talk, griping about like single shit and dating with other totally. people. Like, I don't even think it's about like meeting your person. Because yeah. it's kind of like that oh, Sex totally. the City episode. Yeah. We, well, it's like you, we want to be with a community, but when that community is defined by being by yourself, it's really hard to... Yeah. Uh, I mean, not really, but the word... The we word throw is, one but, as like a new Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll we can't go. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, so well, I was saying this to Ari that I have a friend who who was single and was invited to like an all singles party at a couple's house. Mm-hmm. And it, and she was like, what the fuck? Well, maybe like, if it, we did it under the guise of having a night, it wouldn't seem like yeah, having a night and doing one first dates. Right. Throws a party. A right. Party. Guys, let us know. Secret Facebook group. Be cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, let them know on the secret Facebook group because like, would that be fun or would that be like offensive? I don't know. 
and I could be single by the time all we get there. We could all I be single. I could work Who the party, and then I will be a participant. Ooh, you know. nice. Okay, yeah. I'll be checking those oysters. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Get the glove, yeah. I'll be passing around. I'll be catering. Oh, I love this. Guys, but we're all we just wearing hatch masks. An event? Oh, yeah, like the sleep no more masks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So no one real. can tell who we are. <laughs> okay, I have a question. When, what number of dates in is it appropriate to, like, have someone over and cook for them? Such yes. Such yes. Yes. Such a good question. Someone invite a guy who I has been on, had been on one date with invited me to his apartment for a second date and was like, I'm going to cook you something, something, something. It's like the thing that I cook. It's like this whatever. Oh, it's, yes. Uh-huh. I fucking hate that. I was just like, I am in like just lightly skeezy vibes. Like not really. It was one of those things where it could go either way. So I was like, I do want to see you again, but not at your home. Yeah. yeah. I'm not ready to like... And, like, not know your grandmother's, you know, chicken Kiev recipe. <laughs> yeah. I also just think that thing of a guy who's like, like, I cook this one thing, but I cook it so good, you're never going to forget it. It's well, like... It's guac guy. Yeah, it's guac, guac guy. guy. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, well, guess what? I cook a shitload of things, yeah. and I'm supposed to be impressed by the fact that you cook this one thing. Yeah. And and I'm supposed to come over and swoon. Totally. And then it feels like Yeah, it is asking you to... such a move. Yeah, it's like, oh, yes, this is delicious. Yeah, it does put you in a... Yeah, confident people role. don't have moves. You no. know what I mean? Like, people who Ooh. have it, they don't have moves. So true. It's true. It's like, I have a relevant it. anecdote about this. Day 13, my now boyfriend, our third date, he was like, uh, it was a Sunday night. I was getting back from being away for the weekend, and he was like, I'll come over, I'll cook for you. He wasn't a douchebag, but I was like, no. I will not be going hanging out in your apartment. We hadn't like really hooked up yet. We just made it. I was just being a weird stickler, but I was just like, no. Yeah. He still talks about it. He's like that. I was like, cause no. Not yeah, you, you were newer to New York dating. No. Like I was just like, I wasn't ready for that. And it was, yeah. we went out to a bar. Like yeah. I met him yeah. in his apartment still. I your wasn't apartment. being a, like, come here. I was just like, no, thank you. Yeah, I also, like, I don't want to watch you doing your thing in the kitchen before I think you're all that. You know, it's like, I'm still gauging whether you're all that. So what do we think? I mean, there's certainly not an actual number, but I would say, so actually a guy that I, that I went on like a couple dates with on Bumble, um, after our second date, I was like, okay, this is done. And he texted me being like, Hey, why don't you come over to my house and I'll barbecue and I'll invite over some friends. so You can meet them. And I was like, listen, it's not going to go any further. And I was actually waiting for him to respond and be like, you fucking bitch, you know, some crazy thing. Terrible that you were waiting for that. And instead he was like, thank you so much for being honest. Like it was really lovely to meet you. I wish you the best. It was so nice. God, those responses give me so much hope for like humankind. Yeah. It's like there's, you hear so much about the not those responses. Yeah. And yeah. That's why I was so nervous. Exactly. I'm yeah. like, that's also just so, you're right. How wretched to be living in a world in which you were waiting for like a man to call you a dirty whore. Oh because yeah. Because you didn't want to go on a third date with him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But anyway, but so I thought, and that it's like, that is a nice gesture, but also way too much for like the fact that we had met two times. Yeah. And also, I mean, I must say my boyfriend and I have been together for five years now and now we spend so much time in our apartment. Like we know we're, you know, criticizing the way each other cook. So to prolong the time before that (laughs) is nice, you know, like keep going out and doing interesting things. What's the metric for when you will go to someone's apartment or have them to your apartment? What's the thing that has to happen in dating to get to that stage? Or is it, is it amorphous? I think it's, Really, yeah, I think, yeah, I think we'll get in trouble trying to define it. Mm. Yeah, I think it's so individual, not only to you, but the per, like, 
obviously, the person you're dating. I don't know. For me, it was always, like, it depended on so many different things. And I definitely went back after we had drinks in his neighborhood and made out with him on his couch and then went home. So it wasn't like I was afraid of being in an apartment with him. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, dinner feels serious, and I'm scared of that. Yeah. Yeah. I have a fucking podcast I haven't told you about yet, because that was very naughty (laughs) of me. But um, (laughs) didn't follow our rule on that one. Yeah, what was the the rule that you had to say it? I said it was third date rule, because we thought we were being cheeky, and then we're like, that is too far in. Um, And we talked about everyone super anonymously, but you know, got a, a very kind response from someone who was like, found the podcast and I had been very complimentary about his looks and he was like, I just can't date you and know you're going on other dates and then I know myself, I would hear about them and I was like, wow. totally fair, same. Yeah. That is would be me. For yes. And I felt real bad and then we were like, we gotta go like second date. You gotta just come clean. And But yeah. you didn't tell him until your third date. Oh yeah, no. But this was earlier where I was kind of like, no, I didn't even tell him on the third date. Oh my god. <laughs> but he had already listened to it and yeah. But that was another we again weird thing. I am like cringing because I oh, just Oh, but it's also like people yeah. make mistakes, right? Yeah. It's like oh, And whatever. we were never mean about anybody on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. And you know, going back if it was entirely if I were anonymous, it would have been easier. But anyway. Oh, but I think that it was another litmus test of, like, he was okay with me not having told him yet. And yes. So that was helpful. Not that, like, he should have been okay with that. Just, you know. Well, yeah. he's super chill. It was, he wanted it was, someone who's... Yeah. 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 It worked out. He got it. So I have a question for all of you guys. If you are newly dating someone, what is the first meal that you would cook for them if, like, the first time that you have them over, what are you going to cook? Mm. Ooh. Uh, if you I'm like laughing. to cook. I know. You'll, wait, can we answer for each other? Okay. I want to answer Ooh, for you. That. Well, Ooh, oh, my God. Are we going to answer <laughs> for each other? Well, I, I just want to answer for you. No, no. Let's do okay. more. Okay. I feel like you would make nachos and or meatballs. Oh, I have made meatballs before. Because, yeah, I come to your party. Oh, I'm like, I wouldn't make anything. Oh, yeah. I've made, I can make meatballs. Okay. Or if but, you were going to order in, then what would you order in? Like, if you're going to have a, a night with a guy that you're dating and you're like, I'm super I'm into this perfect. guy. He's coming over to my house. Mm-hmm. What are you going to order in, make, do? What's the lighting? What's What are the drinks? Set yeah, I could get more into the drinks. Okay. I, I am a huge terrible millennial who loves going out all the time no, like even great. by myself and eating at a bar just because I'm like Same. I have a like so have a night in that way martini yes. yeah martini uh, burger oh yeah so at makes the bar, me so happy so nice I ooh I would you know what I would do it's definitely for me not gonna cook you anything great and even though I could just order a pizza it would give me too much stress but I am gonna go spend a lot on cheese and meats and like set up a nice charcuterie plate that's great then I'll ask for some help at the wine store and getting a nice wine to pair or oof, I could I can make like that margaritas is... so it wouldn't go but like I'd try I could do or I could do martinis at home they wouldn't be okay. top top that would be the thing where I would take your advice and be like worst case I have the bottle of wine as backup mm-hmm. right I'll do my martinis and see how it goes well first of all can I say that is so smart because with the charcuterie plate then you're not inviting someone to either over compliment or criticize you know what I yeah, mean because yeah. you didn't cook it and it's <laughs> but it's still you can show like your taste and um, cured mm. meats and cheeses which like as far as you didn't make it you know what I mean so it's all of it doesn't have to then be about because it can get tiring to hear someone be like no this was so good oh my god you're such a good cook and you're like can we talk about something else I know I'm the best but you know what (laughs) I mean then it's just this is really good 
Also, eating charcuterie is so sexy. Yeah, I was and about to say it. charcuterie in a bottle of wine is oh the sexiest. God. So you I think I've knocked it, out it's a little right yeah. okay. okay, cool. I was like, this is a little trite, but it's fully what I no, want I'm every like, night. I want it by myself. I've done this for myself. I've gotten like a little cheese and meat. Yes, yeah. cheese. and you don't ever feel I like super gross after. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And you can also it's make it as nice or as not. Like you can make it like, oh, I just threw this together. Or you can be like, and I got jam, and I got grapes, and I got this, and I got that, and I got the I got special this. Yeah, like you can you can kind of choose your own adventure in terms of like Oof. how much effort you want to look like you put in. Yes. I also love the idea though, since you said nachos of like a little further into dating, just doing like night at home, huge thing of margaritas, huge plate of nachos yeah. and just being kind of like, we're just going to get fucked up and eat nachos and have a really fun time. But that's like a, like slightly I further. Also maybe. Do that or, no, I really like that. That's like my favorite. Yeah. That's fun. Fun. That fun. Yeah. A playwright, <laughs> a, a kind of, famous playwright who will not be named once said to me as I was eating nachos with uh, some other actors, there is nothing less sexy than a woman eating nachos. I could not Get disagree you. more. I'll never forget Damn. that. And I, oh, hate, it made me I know exactly him. who yeah. it is. I'm gonna... No, he's the nicest. Oh my god, they're mouth... I love this mouthing trick. I do too. Okay. Uh, I trick. Would, trick. No, I just love it. We invented I'm it. gonna like. He is canceled. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna Sorry, like. I just love that word. Know who this is when we're done. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, of course. Just wait. So what okay. would what would you make? Uh, pasta. Definitely. Okay. Pasta. Yeah. yeah. So pasta is my like. That's my love language. That's my whole thing. Mm. Like, or I would go. Well, now I'm just stealing yours. Or I would go get like a a like it would be something Italian. It's the least sexy thing, but I would probably make if it were summer. I would make like a seafood pasta, like a really easy one that takes like 15 minutes, like just like simple whatever. If there's like a tomato smoke, whatever. If it's winter, I yeah, just like make a really easy, simple homemade pasta sauce because it really is so easy. It's a huge part of my family and my like. My that's how I understood love as a child was like someone cooking me pasta. Same. Um, so I would do that, and it's like easy. And then I would do. I love doing like spending time on dinner, and then having like a really dumb, stupid dessert. Like, like be like, yeah, I got Oreos. Yes, yes, you know, yes, like you said yes, something yes. about popsicles earlier, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, that's move. Or like, let's go take a like, uh, or like, let's go take a walk and get ice cream. Yes, let's yes, go to get donuts. Yes, at, that is my yeah. dream. All we ever talk about is I never the want to like then keep and then sitting walking. and then someone yes. serves me a slice of cake. I want to go take a walk and get like a shitty ice cream bar. Totally. Or like, I live sort of near a twenty-four hour donut establishment that's been around since the sixties and it's what? the best oh. place on earth. Wait, what's it called? It's um, called Donut Pub. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah of course. It's right. like the best. Right next to Copelia. Yes. Another great twenty-four Amazing. hour place. Yes, completely. Oh my those two were like some nights there. Uh, <laughs> those two were like a 24 hour dynasty. Like you can get everything you would ever need. Whatever. It's a Mecca. But I love being like, we're going to eat and then we're going to walk down. We're going to get donuts. We're going to get, they're like so cheap. Yeah. Like we're going to get five donuts and cut them into pieces and we'll share them. Yeah. You know, yes. like, yes, yes. Um, I love it. Like I like that vibe. Specifically in the dating realm of early dinners. I like that too. Cause then it's not like I invited you, my, you to my home. You have to sleep over. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you want to come back, that's fine. But it's kind of like, it adds this like, let's go get ice cream. And together. then it's your and initial it's territory. Yeah. Side. That's so I real. love that. Or even I mean, I would also even like go out to a fun bar afterwards and like get mm-hmm. another drink just to like add another vibe yeah. into the evening. It depends on what well, the Well I was vibe thinking is like, about but... this when we were talking earlier. Like I wonder if that's why Spanish people are like Spain is so sexy because of the tapas culture because you have to keep moving around. Mm. And because I often feel like some of my best I mean I hesitate to say, I guess there are dates, like 
but time spent with my current boyfriend were when we would like go get you know this appetizer there and then walk and like go get a basket of french fries here with this drink you know just yeah. forcing yourself to move and walk and and see a, a bunch of different places i think yeah. is i love like a food and drink crawl like right a crawl yeah yeah like, as opposed to just sitting and just eating until you're super too. full and yeah. which I also like but I also I do, do I too like but cool. this yeah, yeah. Depends, I like it all depends on the night you want exactly. to have when you're yep. yeah. wait will you will you tell us your meals that you would cook I'm definitely starting with Negronis oh shit so good um, although I know that some like people don't on tap them. From, yeah, exactly, from my keg. Um, Negronis, if a person doesn't like Negronis, I'm not dating them. No, I'm just kidding. If they didn't like Negronis, I also love a homemade margarita. God, I love a margarita. Yeah. I might do um, a steak. I might mm, just I like it. Okay, grill I'm like a two steak. for two here. Keep going. Uh, obviously, a butter lettuce salad. Yep, three I'm for the three. Yeah. I should have just said it. I can't believe I didn't say it out loud. Yeah. And what am I finishing with? <laughs> Come on. Chocolate cake? Chocolate, period. Just like some yeah. dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Just like some bars of dark chocolate or like a bar just sort of, you know, yeah. mushed up I into pieces. That. Maybe if I was feeling extra, it depends on like how full you want to feel, like how much sex you want to have later on. Yeah. Um, I would do some buffalo, like caprese, so like buffalo mozzarella, Sorry, basil, tomatoes, and maybe like grill the bread. Yeah, um, sounds so good. To start, but yeah, that's what I would do. I just keep it super simple. Like a roast chicken is a classic. Mm-hmm. Probably not what I would make because it's a little like, okay, you know. Um, salmon, also, eh, same thing. I love the idea of doing a steak too because it's the same thing where it's like it feels like there's care in it, but it's not super hard. Yes, it's like right. you can do it, you can hang out and still cook a steak for yes. somebody. And like, and it feels, I think it feels like luxury with yes, ease. Yes, totally. Because mm-hmm. you're also like, you're saying, like, I think you're worth. A steak. You're I went out and bought steak. a steak. Exactly. I think they're worth the yeah. cost of this steak. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's also hard to fuck up. So even if you're nervous uh, or feeling a little... I constantly fuck up steak. Yeah. Well, I feel like in so terms of... Yeah, but I... F- you mean by, by overcooking it? Yeah, just like not trusting my instincts. Yeah. Like trusting too many thermometers. So but, like five thermometers and I'm like, what is it? But you that? and I are also 100% more anal about how well our steak is cooked than 99% of other people. I don't know about that. Oh, I... I think we probably are, and so I feel like chances are that if you, even if it's a little bit overdone, oh my god, but if you were dating a guy who liked his meat well done, oh my god. We wanted to ask you guys about, like, food deal breakers. Yeah, deal breakers on a date with a guy. Drink food. I am my boyfriend's food deal breaker. (laughs) What do you mean? Because I have a couple, like, I'm like an EpiPen kid. I have a couple really serious allergies. (gasps) Like, I'm like... Allergic to nuts and a couple seeds and whatever, and it's the kind yeah. where like you die. Like, like you went to the like, ER. Oh my like God. it's not great. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Wow. I just like okay. to defend that because yeah. we have because yeah. it's annoying. Yeah. Whatever. No, no, but like, it's yeah. No, but it's just like you are legit. Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's not great. It's um, but my my sweet sweet boyfriend loves nothing more than like all Asian food, but especially Southeast Asian food. Mm. And it's Thai food is really the one cuisine I can't go near because I'm also oh. coconut. There's coconut milk and crushed peanuts in like oh, it's everything. everything. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. really can't even like go near Thai food, which sucks. <laughs> so and like a lot of different Southeast Asian foods and. He really likes, like, he loves going to do hot pot. Like, he, he really, oh, really loves... He's my food soulmate. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he he loves eating more than, I think... It, it's really... 
I enjoy just watching him eat a meal. If there's something I'm allergic to, just watching him eat the thing will be like almost as fun for me because his oh, face that's so is great. just that's love. It's delightful. Yeah. yeah. But the the first time I got drunk with his sister, um, she was older like, or younger, younger, and uh-huh. she's a delight. We're like very close now. She was like, I just knew Jeff would need to date someone who could eat. <laughs> that was like her her moment of liking mm-hmm. me. Um, but. Yeah, so my food deal breaker is like almost none because I I bring the deal breaker. I'm always yeah, like, I'm yeah. sorry, I can't go to this place. I'm sorry, like, I can't. Like, but you love food. We're at a Korean place. Right. Someone's making bibimbap, and it's everything smells like sesame. I have to step outside for five minutes because oh my, my face will start to swell. Like it's wow. like so. I have no food deal breakers for other people because I can't. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I guess I don't either. And we've gotten you know some shade in the past. I lied. When someone won't fucking try food, when yep. someone's yep. a fucking yeah, eater, yeah. a fussy eater mm-hmm. is like, because I'm like, I am picky because I have to be, but I'll, anything yes. I'm allergic to, I'll try. I'll it's fucking so fuck a fish sexy. eye out. And like, yeah, because yeah, like I feel like a sense of adventure is, is yeah, sexy. It's sexy. Yeah. And like we've, you know, I am very grateful that my boyfriend eats everything, and so do I. So I can share meat with him and very good fur with him, but. You know, not a deal breaker, and we've gotten in trouble in the past by being like, can't date a vegan. Oh, which, yeah. Sorry, we love you all. <laughs> yeah. We're so sorry. We just love, I love eating all meats, and it's terrible, and I'm, I'm working on it, but now I'm not. Um, <laughs> I do think it's the picky, like picky yes. without a reason. Like, yeah. without a reason. Like, I won't try that. Like, I would really struggle if I didn't have someone I can go out to new things with. And yeah. yeah. Can I draw a parallel here? Because that also maybe feels like when you're hooking up that maybe the person's gonna be I don't like that or like oh I don't do that or whatever it is that then it's like well that's not fun yeah like there's no spirit of adventure or of you like wanting to understand what I might like because you're so busy being like well I would never try that that's gross like which is just so childish like this kind of sense of who they are and what they like and what they don't like where as we know that that is always shifting unless you have a life-threatening food allergy yeah, yeah. in yeah. which case yeah. don't well, shift it that's the thing too because I'm always just like I feel so resentful that I can't eat whatever I want yeah. so I'm like you if you can't eat whatever you want what what yeah. like it's the coolest thing in yeah, the world and I like agree. yeah and it's such a big part of travel to too like you know when you yeah. look, like I love traveling yes it's such a big part of that. Like, let's go let's eat a bunch of weird fucked up yeah. shit it's so yeah. fun yeah. yeah I know I we've said this before but for me it's like I don't know if I could I, I don't know if I could date someone who just like didn't enjoy food like who ate uh, food as fuel yep. who mm-hmm. food as food fuel to is live a big old deal instead of live or eat to live not live to eat because I definitely am of the later camp yeah wait the you latter didn't, camp you didn't what? tell us what you would cook oh yeah for your date oh well I feel like I kind of did I would I'm also Italian would definitely make pasta if it was like an intimate I really like this person would you hand make the pasta yeah. And what are you gonna? What are you gonna drink? Um, I probably wine. I mean, I also worked at like a vodka bar for years in my twenties, so like cocktails I don't really do. So I'd be like, I'm just drinking this glass of vodka yeah. while I'm cooking. Would you like one? Like, <laughs> I, I feel but like that's also so sexy and great, right? Maybe. It's like I'm or inviting like, you to like alcoholic. no, or they'll be like, oh, <laughs> like, I, I might step up my game. So we might be each other's perfect date because I would totally be like. I I love cocktails. I love drinking them out, but I don't really make them. Like I have whiskey in a glass yes, with yes. an ice cube sometimes. Yeah. So I'm feeling crazy. Like yeah. that's like my my drink at home. Exactly. So I'd be like cooking. You want a whiskey? That's all I got. I have yeah. no mixers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yes. and then like yeah. 
but whatever, we would have a great date. Yeah. It <laughs> like, well, be very romantic. Speaking of great dates, listeners, t- tell us what you've made on a great like <gasps> early date or just maybe just what's your go-to dish, whether it's a friend yeah. date or a... I'm just, I'm curious. I love this that you asked us this because... I yeah, what's like that. your your kind of romantic food, your romantic dish of choice? Yeah. yeah, completely. I love it. Well, that's a great question to leave everyone with. Why don't you guys tell our listeners where they can find you, where they can find your podcast, oh et cetera, Oh, my et God. Please find us. So our podcast is called Having a Night. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Spotify iHeartRadio. All the usual suspects. You can email us if you guys have any questions or if you want to tell us about what you cooked. Um, at hello at having a night podcast.com and you can find us on Instagram at having a night. Yeah, and don't be afraid to DM us. We will answer any of your questions and we'd love to help out or hear what you've been cooking. Just don't send us any dick pics. No dick pics. <laughs> or maybe. No. No? no? Okay, right. You can send us your dick pics at five no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> But you can follow us at five one first dates pod. Join our secret Facebook group, please. Email your worst first dates to 51firstdatespod at gmail.com. We've been starting to read them again. I'm proud of us. I know. Um, <laughs> and, you know, as always, go on a date. Go on a date.